0: Welcome back. I'm Zunati Gouman. You're watching Stockwatch this week and joining us for a review of the week's stock performances and answers to your stock-related questions is FNB Wealth and Investments' Wayne McCurry. Send your questions via SMS to 41392, email at stockwatch at bdtv.co.za or tweet us at BusinessDayTV using the hashtag Stockwatch. Thanks so much for your time. Wayne, I was actually reading um, uh, an article earlier on this week and it said that... um, the analyst has said that he sees uh, upside in the market um, right now, and that you know, forget the, the 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 headwinds that we experienced earlier on this year and in 2022. But we're basically building from the the, the bull market that we saw towards the end of 2021. Could that be the case where we uh, have completely made up for the losses that we saw earlier on in this year and in 2022, and now we're building from 2021, and that this could actually be a sustained bull market
1: i agree that there i think we're going to get a sustained bull market whether it's building up from 2021 i I just don't know Mm. because in the last two years you know from 2021 until now we've seen dramatic increases in interest rates so but let's let's put that aside i think we're going to get a bull market firstly The reasons is inflation is falling worldwide. Interest rates worldwide, including South Africa, will also fall over the next year or two. We'll see a revival in the commodity cycle. So, And hopefully we sort out Eskimo a little bit and we sort out Transnet a little bit and all of our own domestic problems don't get any worse and hopefully get a little bit better over the next two or three years. But the big decider is still the commodity cycle. If I'm right on that, We'll see a dramatic reversal of fortunes in South Africa in total. we see a much stronger RAND. We'll see our stock market actually going up very strongly. I mean, our own estimates of what the stock market could do is actually, you know, it's quite material. It's it's up significantly from this level if we write about, obviously, all of our assumptions. But I think we are going to go into a bull market. In other words, where we are now... Or maybe it's just turned this last month. Maybe it turned in November because the November performances were actually quite good. But certainly things hopefully start getting better. From this point and be over the worst.
0: Yeah, and from what I'm getting, it could be a more broad based um, bull market because, of course, we have seen this year with the the green shoots that we've seen in the markets. Uh, those have largely come from specific stocks, for example, Nvidia. That's yes. basically where it's driving up the whole market. So this could now be more broad based because the macroeconomics are creating Correct. better conditions for the companies uh, operating there. Well, here's hoping that. Uh, the that will be Great. the case, Wayne. <laughs> um, Wayne, a lot of people have been asking about um, uh, return, high return on equity stocks, and actually Bidcorp uh, keeps on coming up. And there's actually a question here on Bidcorp: mm. Does Bidcorp um, currently offer value?
1: Yes, it does offer, offer reasonable value. It's not cheap. They are. In my view, way cheaper shares. Maybe you should be buying Bitvest after it gone down this week. Mm. But Bitcorp is a very, very high quality company. They in quite stable markets. Mm. In other words, everyone's got to eat. Everyone's got to, you know. It's it's not a cyclical market per se, and certainly Bitcorp. Well, it was still Bitvest at the time. Yeah. They one of the only South African companies outside of the mining companies. Who were, in fact, very, very successful in their overseas adventures and acquisitions. Uh, it, it truly is an outlier in that respect. And even though we don't think it's terribly cheaper at the moment, I mean, we don't think it's going to collapse on you. It's not. It's not expensive. Yeah. Uh, and we wouldn't. Maybe we wouldn't buy any more now. It is a very big. Share in our portfolios and probably always will be because of its quality.
0: Yeah. And actually, as you're talking about uh, Bidvest, and obviously that's also another company that is, you know, has experienced success in uh, the uh, geo geographies that it is in, and of course this is a well-loved yes. stock in the market. Until this week, uh, you did mention the pressure that we yes. saw. I think we saw about an 8% drop in its share price when it released its, I, I think it's a, a four-month voluntary trading update. Um, what, are you th- what did you think of this, Wayne? Uh, of course, I do know that it came out of its uh, AGM, but y- you have said before, when a company releases a voluntary trading statement, either things are really good or they're bad. <laughs> so what was your yeah, take really- on good
1: or they really bad
0: yeah. <laughs> yes exactly so
1: unfortunately this one was really bad yeah but i think we've got to see it maybe in a bit of context mm-hmm. first of all it's only four months yeah secondly the one half of their business did quite well which is the services business yeah where they hit a problem is on the non-services side and there's very specifically durable goods and within durable goods very specifically load shedding items inverters solar panels mm. i mean voltex was couldn't sell them quick enough when we had in may when we had big stage yeah. six load shipping they, they just couldn't sell them fast enough uh, i actually went to a local voltex store here yeah, yeah. and the the reception area where the customers normally stand waiting to be served was like a like a like a warren was like a maze because they had the solar panels stacked to the ceiling in the customer service area because they had nowhere else to store them. But, of course, when when the load shedding sort of abated in June onwards, they sat with a lot of extra stock and they didn't make the sales that they anticipated. And that's one of the big reasons why they gave such a negative trading update. That's cyclical. I mean, this load shedding we've had in the last week at State six. You know, maybe the people are back at Voltex buying solar panels and inverters and batteries and everything. So, But it's a temporary thing, and a, a, a Bitvest is an extremely well-run company. It's been around forever. You know, it is a blue chip, and there are not many of them around. I, I would actually buy at this level. I think it's an opportunity to buy a company that's hit some temporary headwinds. This isn't structural for Bitvest.
0: Yeah, and you're actually right, where it is cyclical because, I mean, when uh, load shedding starts to kind of uh, uh, get reduced, people are just like, oh, it's, you know, we, we hold on to this hope that things are getting better. But even on my way to work today, I did see on the highway um, solar panels um, being uh, put onto one of the, 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 the company yeah. buildings over there. So, uh, yeah, people are really tired it's of It's actually this.
1: quite interesting. You know the, the the private sector when it gets going, yeah, gets going. You know it's not yeah. like the government that talks a lot but doesn't ever ever get going really. <laughs> when the private sector gets going, it gets going. So we've built a Madupi in solar panels yeah. in eight months. You know, so True. and it's interesting. Go for an aeroplane flight in and out of Owatambo or anywhere, I suppose. Yeah, and look out the window. There's yeah. a lot of solar panels.
0: Indeed um wayne what's been uh quite interesting so quantum foods came out uh with an update today of course saying that uh their profits are going into the red because of the avian flu. and i actually thought let me look at astral because i the last time i think when they released results um you did see investors plowing in there and i actually decided let me actually just look because i wasn't sure if that was a significant turnaround if maybe the markets think that uh, the stock uh is bottoming out but i actually looked at a five-year chart and the share price hasn't really moved. And I'm wondering uh, what your take on, on Astral is and if we could see yeah. any kind of sustained significant growth even after the the, the, the avian flu situation.
1: Yeah. Look, uh, I used to believe 20, 30 years ago whenever I started in investments that you could buy any company as long as the share price was cheap enough. didn't matter what industry it was in didn't matter what its history was, and I've changed the views over the last couple of decades. Mm. These primary agricultural food-producing companies are just too volatile. You never know what's coming next, whether it's the bird flu or fishing quotas. I include, you know, RCL in here. I include the fishing companies. These are heavily cyclical businesses, and because they're agricultural-based, there's so much that's outside of the control of management. You can have the best management in the world running these companies. But if there's a problem like the Asian flu or oversupply of chickens in South America or the the, the, the currents are wrong in the Atlantic Ocean and there's no fish around, I, 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 I honestly, I don't think I'll ever buy one of these companies again in my life, no matter how cheap it looks. So, uh, yeah, that, that's my view on the fishing companies and the chicken companies.
0: Um, what about Tiger Brands, um, still in the, in the food uh, producing yes. sector? It came out with its results today, and seeming that markets were quite okay with the with the numbers there.
1: Yeah, I must I must I must say the numbers were actually quite reasonable given the circumstances they find them in. They find themselves in. look the way the way people like Tiger Brands, because they process food and half their business is very very basic commodities the other half is fast-moving consumer goods with you know some brand value to it and what happens is when agricultural prices go up as we've seen their margin gets squeezed because they can't pass all of those cost increases over to the customer but like where we are now food inflation has fallen from 15 percent i think to five or something like that you know it is coming down that they don't cut their prices as quick as what the input costs come down. So they actually get a little bit uh, less pressure on their margin. And I think that's what we're seeing now with Tiger's. It wasn't a bad set of results, as I Mm -hmm. said, but the market was by and large anticipating this.
0: Mm. Wayne, uh, we're going into the festive season. It is the first of December and a lot of people buying stuff and and, and spending on hospitality services. I'm wondering at this point, who would you be betting on in terms of sectors, uh, hospitality or retail or maybe the restaurant counters?
1: Look, The retail shares in particular in south africa are actually very very cheap but then so is our overall market when that market turned or when it will turn i I just don't know but to answer your question specifically the one growth area we've got in south africa now is travel and leisure and tourism lots of foreigners are coming here because it's dirt cheap you get a fantastic uh, experience for your pounds or your dollars or your euros. I mean, it is truly cheap coming here now with our exchange rate. And we have, and we all know, have got world-class tourist facilities here. Yeah. And despite all of our other problems, load shedding, everything else, it is still a very, very attractive tourist destination. Mm. So I would go for Southern Sun, Sun, maybe even City Lodge, go for Zida, the car rental company. they heavily involved with that. Yeah, so those will be my choices, then, and I actually do like them, because when you read their results that they came up with, I mean, Zita came up with their results uh, quite recently, the, the market is booming. You fly anywhere in South Africa now, there's no empty seats on the aeroplanes.
0: Yeah, would you be going for Growth Point as well, since it does have that exposure to VNA Waterfront, or would you be looking at it holistically, that there are other parts of the business that maybe aren't going to do as well as the VNA Waterfront?
1: Look, I would go for Growth Point and other property companies, but not for that reason. Yeah. When you look at Growth Point own results and Vukeli's results and Fairvest results and all the property companies that have recently reported. The worst is over. You can see it quite clearly. The vacancies are coming down and specifically the office vacancies are coming down. Um, When tenants renew their lease, uh, you get a thing called a reversion, in other words, you reset your lease. And for years now, it's been negative, in other words, the prices have actually dropped. That is also reversed, The, 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 the reversions aren't positive yet, but they're a lot less negative. And in fact, for Kelly, they actually did turn positive. They're getting fairly decent uh, rental escalations in the new leases and they essentially letting out vacant space so i think the worst is over specifically in the office market but in the whole in, in 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 the whole property market as well and these shares do represent actually quite good value at these levels
0: Ah, all right well let's talk about uh we were talking about retailers just now as well um, going into Lewis, uh, they came out with their numbers yesterday um and i mean they they they, they are doing well, uh, even though you would think that in this environment um any company with a lot of credit exposure would be struggling. Uh, would you say that uh Lewis is basically one of the more defensive ones in that space in that kind of credit uh uh, retail space
1: yeah look i was quite surprised as to how you know reasonable their numbers were Hmm. because everything else you see i mean including BitVest that we spoke about earlier on the durable good side is suffering and yet they seem all right so i thought it was quite a credible set of numbers but it, it was a reasonable set of numbers, yes.
0: Ah, all right. Um, Spa, quickly, before we get to your stock pick, uh, Wayne, um, Spa, of course, still uh, experiencing headwinds. I mean, they had guided uh, well on those, um, the, yes. the, the, the the SAP implementation, uh, Poland, as well as Switzerland. Is that a conversation for Spa to be selling yeah. uh, the Switzerland business?
1: Yeah, look... Um they, they've they hit, you know, th- almost a perfect storm Yeah. They had that implementation of SAP in KZN that was catastrophic Yeah. I mean, that cost them, wasn't it 1.6 billion rand turnover And about 700 million rands worth of profits Then in the island business, they had to rejig how they process meat or something mm. And also make a huge provision against that then, in their polling business that they're selling there, to write off another 400 odd million rand against that business. And then, just to make matters worse, you know, ShopRite Checkers here yeah, in South Africa is cleaning everyone up.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so they've got stiff competition in their home market as well from ShopRite Checkers and speci- specifically yeah, the 60 60 part of Checkers so you know things can't get much worse for them they've also had some management issues that we know about going back a little bit of time now uh i would still be i, I prefer to buy woolworths uh, uh. and maybe maybe even maybe pick and pay for spa i think they've still got a way to go to sort out their things but but woolworths and of course ShopRite itself would be my choice here. Yeah.
0: Ah, all right. Well, let's get to uh, your other choice for today. Uh, Wayne, your stock pick, what will it be?
1: Well, look, I'm actually going for the same stock pick that I've done already this week because I've gone through it again and I'm more convinced. And as we were talking about earlier on, I'm going for BigVest.
0: Okay. And you
1: don't often get, I think, I don't think you often get a chance to buy a truly good company, quality company, good management, good products good history at a little bit of a discounted price because of a, a small stumbling block that they've that they've hit now. So I, I would go once again go for Bitvest. I think it's the right thing to do. Uh and you know not, I know we're not allowed a second stock pick, but just <laughs> looking at the market today, the mining shares are running like crazy. Maybe maybe you should pick a Anglo American or something like that as well, because they certainly seem to be running.
0: Well, thank you for that. Definitely a, a sale there. You've given us a, a sale there <laughs> on the stocks. Thank you very much for your time, Wayne. Really appreciate it. Uh, that was FNB Wealth and Investments' Wayne McCurry. And that's all from the Business Lunch team today. Nolotando and the team are back next week, Monday. Same time, same place. Catching our laying on the close at 6 p.m. this uh, evening. Uh, but until then, stay tuned for lots more coming up right here on Business Day TV. <music>